0: Good day. I'm Jean Lawler. I'm your host of the Roads to Resolution, Closure, and Certainty podcast, and it's a pleasure to be here with you today. So what do I want to talk about today? I have had some thoughts lately about what excellent lawyers do for their clients in mediation, and I thought I would share with you three of those things. This list is, of course, not meant to be exhaustive or exclusive, and I would invite any of you to add to this list uh, in the comments on LinkedIn or uh, wherever it is that you're watching or hearing this video or podcast or just give me some feedback and let me know. So anyway, what are three of the things that I think excellent lawyers do for their clients in mediation? Well, First and foremost, I think excellent lawyers, they understand their client's needs and wants and they can differentiate between the two and they make sure that the mediator can differentiate between the two. You know, certain things may be non-negotiable or maybe the client or, well, maybe the client, let's say, is confusing needs and wants, considering everything to be a need when really some of them are wants. And it's the wants where you can negotiate things maybe uh, where you're not willing to negotiate on things that are needs. So I think that an excellent lawyer clearly understands those things and they've prepared their client in advance to differentiate between those as well. And they've made sure that in the pre-mediation conference call or in their briefs that, that maybe they advise the mediator of some of those things, but ultimately understanding their client's needs and wants. Okay. Another thing that I would add to this list is I think excellent lawyers in mediation, excellent lawyers for their clients, I should say, in mediation, they tend to be very logical you know, they understand the process and they understand the give and the take and, and um, these sorts of things. They're knowledgeable. They're knowledgeable about their cases uh, that they have. They're knowledgeable about where they think they can negotiate or not. Uh, as I mentioned, they're knowledgeable about their clients' uh, wants and needs. But they're knowledgeable about the law and the facts, and they put them together very well. They're prepared. They've taken the time to prepare themselves, uh, not just say, oh, I've got a mediation tomorrow. Here, let me, um, you know, pick up the file and head on out. No, um, they're prepared in advance. They've talked to the mediator in advance in a pre-mediation conference call. They've provided the mediator with a mediation brief. They may have shared a brief with the other side to alert the other side to what their positions are. And if they do that, which I think is a wonderful thing to do um, sharing documents or mediation brief and keeping the confidential stuff just for the mediator, but um, sharing far enough in advance so that the other side has time to consider the points that are raised. Uh, Certainly, For a a plaintiff, you want to make sure that you get the mediation brief to the other side, whatever it is you might be sharing, with enough advance notice as possible so that the decision maker can review those points. They can ask their lawyer about them. They can maybe roundtable them. You know, you're dealing maybe with risk managers, general counsel, business owners, individuals, insurance company uh, representatives. There's all sorts of uh, people that could be involved in that decision-making. And on the other side, for the defense sharing, if you share far enough in advance, it gives the plaintiff counsel an opportunity to consciously and knowledgeably discuss with their client the points that you've raised. And maybe you've pointed out points that show some of the weaknesses in their case, maybe um, things that are their strengths. But... Uh, you know, your strengths, whatever it might be, it just helps people to have a chance to consider the positions being espoused by the other side from the viewpoint of the opposing side and not just accepting what they put on a paper in a mediation brief as being the ultimate be all end all. Okay. Um, But then ultimately, I think these lawyers, uh, these excellent lawyers, they're also very supportive of their client. And I mean that in more of a personalized way. Uh, They're nice to their clients. They do not get caught up in emotion. They recognize what their clients want and will do what the client needs to be able to get their points across you know, just supportive. And there's a lot that can go into being supportive, but they are supportive of their client and their client's position, but in a knowledgeable, logical, and prepared way. And the third thing is I say, and I touched on it briefly a few minutes ago here, but I think that excellent lawyers for their clients in mediation, they have the ability to hold the calm. And what do I mean by holding the calm? Well, I mean that they are not going to become emotional or aggravated or at least not express that. They're they're not going to become angry. They're going to make sure that the client's calm is maintained. And to do that, they have to maintain their own calm. There's a book by Hesha Abrams. It's a wonderful book. It's called Holding the Calm, The Secret to Resolving and Diffusing Tensions. And this is where I do get the the phrase holding the calm or hold the calm. And it is available on Amazon. She spoke for Will Work for Food, The New Possibilities Hour. And it was an amazing presentation. So you can um, catch the video there. But um, on Amazon, a little snippet of what it says that this book is about is that through the book, you learn how to, one, speak into the ears that hear you. And that's so important. What ears are listening? How do you phrase things to have the best impact? What is it that when you phrase your clients wants or needs that the other side will hear? And, and how can you do that? learn how to be the grown-up in the room. These excellent lawyers are definitely the grown-ups in the room. Uh, and ideally, their clients are as well. But if a client goes off a little bit, uh, I have seen clients screaming and yelling and um, and the like and just totally losing control. The good, The excellent lawyer, not just the good lawyer, but the excellent lawyer will help them regain their calm. These lawyers, by holding the calm, they listen, not just to what is said, but to what is not said. And they understand that and then can uh, negotiate accordingly. And they're good at creating small, winnable victories. Uh, According to Amazon, that is what her book talks about. And this is true for these lawyers. Because... In taking things in bite-sized pieces, so to speak, or as my husband used to say about going to Disneyland, a land at a time, if you have small victories, you know, what is it that's really important? Maybe you don't talk about all that at first. Maybe you take care of some of the little adjunct issues and get those resolved. And by maybe... Um, giving up on one thing that the other side wants that's not a need for them, or maybe it is their need, I don't know. You know, then maybe you get something in return and then dealing with the hardcore issues. So holding the calm. That's what excellent lawyers in mediation do. They're wonderful for their clients at doing that. Anyway, so those are three of the things that I that came to my mind that I had in mind when I was thinking of three things that excellent lawyers do for their clients in mediation. And um, I would love to hear, as I said before, I would love to hear from you as to what you think. And if you're watching this on LinkedIn, feel free to put comments below. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure being with you. And please feel free to connect with me or follow me on LinkedIn. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Listen to my podcast. Thanks so much. Bye.